The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We know that you want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Maybe there are a few things that you need to get you there. Welcome to What Matters with your host, Mary Beth Lodge. In today's world of distractions, we can get overwhelmed with day-to-day responsibilities that keep us busy, frustrated, and confused. With an emphasis on the power of the mind and drawing on the fields of personal health, education, neuroscience, business, and spirituality, we'll discuss practical strategies to help you stay focused on your priorities, choices, and results. Now, here is Mary Beth Lodge. Good morning. How are you today? Thank you for joining me today on What Matters. Today, I'm going to challenge you to make a difference. Can you do that? Can you find a way to make a positive difference in your world today? Can you make a change inside yourself that carries ripples of positive change into the lives of those around you and well beyond? Do you know? That no matter what change that you make, it will reverberate through the lives of the people around you. No matter how small, you make a difference from that one little change. So for this hour, pay attention. Spend this time really listening. You have created the world you live in. If you don't like it, how can you change the things that you want to change? How does this information apply to you? Not your significant other, your best friend, your child, your parent, or your coworker. Just you. Yep, you can share information with other people, but ultimately, you are the only person you can really change. And you are the person that you are responsible for. And do you know that you are the person that can truly make a difference? Not by telling other people what to do, but by what you do. You, as the role model for other people, you as the vibration that reflects and reverberates through the lives of others, everyone that you come in contact with. I know you're busy. We are all very, very busy. We lead incredibly busy lives. I know. I specialize in busy. But sometimes being busy just means we're distracted. And distractions lead us away from our goals. In fact, today I'm going to talk about distractions as being even more harmful than that. But for this moment, pay attention. Are you taking for granted the people in your life and the actions that you take that are most important to you? Are you spending your energy on things that don't really matter? Think about the choices that you make in your world. Do you consider the impact that that choice has? How do you touch the lives of the people you meet? Do you create sunshine wherever you are? So let's start. There's no sunshine in the world this morning where I am. It's really gray. Okay, there's sunlight, I think. It's just really gray. Let's start. 
by making our own sunshine. What are you grateful for today? What are the blessings that enfold you on this day? What are the blessings that you have been given? I have to start with the gift of laughter that I've been given this week. One of my cats has developed a real sense of humor. And it's become just a a comedy all week. He discovered that he could make me laugh. He's been carrying shoes around the house. I put the shoes away. He goes and gets a shoe. He brings it out. He carries it to the living room. I put the shoe away. He brings it out. Well, every time he does this, I giggle. That makes it worse. On one evening this week, he carried four shoes from the bedroom where they were stored into the living room and plopped them in various places. Every time he did it, I laughed. He had to do it more. He's loving this sense of humor, and I'm loving the laughter. And I'm grateful because I have an awesome job. Do you know that I get to witness change and transformation? I don't think there's anything more incredible than that, at least not for me. I love the work that I do, and I love being a channel to guide and help people change. But ultimately, what I love is watching that transformation, watching people actually take that action that creates a change that they wanted to make, a change in their health, their lifestyle, their attitude, whatever it is. I love to watch that absolute transformation. I'm grateful for the gift of quiet mornings. I've had several of those in the last few days. I love it. Those quiet mornings when I can hear the birds outside my window, when there's a soft, pleasant breeze, when the temperature is just right, and it is spring. The birds are very, very noisy. But it is a quiet time, a time for reflection, a time to gather up one's energy. It's such a blessing. Not every morning runs that way for me, so I really appreciate the ones that do. I'm also grateful for the gift of productivity. I got lots done over the weekend, and I know sometimes I measure myself by how much I do. But I love to see transformation in all aspects of my life. The gardens that transform in the spring, you know, from being fallow to being productive. I'm noticing the little sprouts of lettuce and beets that are coming up in my garden. Even the beans are pushing their little heads through the soil. And it's time in the spring for new growth. I love that. I love the transformation of completing projects. Perhaps it's a chair that I'm leaving or something that, some piece of furniture that's being restored. I love to see, again, the completion of that. And that, for me, is a gift. That's energizing. It's rewarding. I hope you have that somewhere in your life. Now, this morning, our topic is self-protection and health protection. You know, there are many ways that we are threatened in our health, And in our minds, we're molded from thoughts, ideas, and beliefs that either we or someone else have put into our mind. 
And I think we don't recognize just how vulnerable we are in this world without even knowing that we're vulnerable. So I really wanted to talk about that today. I wanted to talk about just that ability to protect ourselves. And the whole reason the topic even came up was because I was reading some research um, in this past week, and I found a study about a particular diet that um, in the study offered protection against the cognitive decline that's associated with aging. That's, you know, the memory loss, the, the difficulty with thinking clearly or logically. Um, and specifically, the large population study showed a very significant difference for individuals who followed the Mediterranean diet. And the exception to that were individuals with diabetes. The study was published in the April 30th edition of Neurology, and it was reported by Medscape. Now, you know the Mediterranean diet. It's very popular, and I'm noticing that there's a ton of studies out there right now about the Mediterranean diet. And once again, we're kind of getting into that one-size-fits-all because we're only studying the Mediterranean diet. We're looking at the Mediterranean diet. But the Mediterranean diet is the one that emphasizes the use of olive oil as the healthy fat, um, eating more fish, again, because of the fats in the fish as opposed to the meat. Um, it emphasizes a lot of vegetables, a lot of whole grains. It's a balanced and relatively easy to follow food plan that seems to have really remarkable results for a lot of populations. It's been studied recently with diabetics, um, with individuals with cardiovascular challenges, and with populations that are at high risk for stroke. In fact, this study on cognitive health was done on the data that was originally um, evaluated um, for a large population that was at risk for stroke. Now, the point of this is not so much about the study. It wasn't the results of the study, but the study itself that got me thinking about self-protection. See, I think we can do so much more to protect ourselves. Things that are very clearly under our control. I may not be able to control the use of monocultural farming and chemical pesticides by large agri agriculture, but I can make daily choices that protect my body. So let's start with your food choices. You've heard some of this or maybe all of this before, but are you doing it? Did you put your knowledge into action? I don't think the Mediterranean diet is the only choice to make. In fact, if you've listened to me at all, you know I'm a very strong advocate for identifying your body type and addressing the genetic and biological design of your specific body. And that one size does not fit all is too common out there. And I've seen it happen too many times. So have you. You know, I've watched people who do remarkably well on that high-protein and low-carbohydrate diet, what commonly is known as the Atkins diet. I call it a ketogenic diet. That diet works for certain body types, and it's phenomenal for certain body types. In fact, some people do so well on that that if they follow it and are consistently compliant with that particular style of eating, they become these very lean, powerful bodies. And I've also seen people on that same diet go absolutely crazy. I mean, literally, they get emotional, they get irritable, they get angry, they can't explain why they're so unhappy, and it's the diet. 
because they're not getting what their body needs in terms of the brain chemistry. And so it throws their moods off. You see, one size does not fit all. Now, that said, there are components of the Mediterranean diet that are common to all body types just because of the basic physical needs of the human body. Yes, we need more omega-3 fats in our diet because we are overbalanced on the side of the omega-6s. See, we're in a meat-based culture, and animal meats are high in the omega-6 fatty acids. We have to compensate for that imbalance by intentionally adding the omega-3 foods so that our brains are protected from cognitive decline. I mean, this is the bottom line here. The brain needs fat. The brain is made up of a lot of fatty tissue. Nerve cells require fats to form myelin. Myelin is the protective sheath that covers the cell, the nerve cell, and keeps it intact. Myelin is the sheath that strengthens the ability of that nerve cell to communicate to the next nerve cell in the chain. Without myelin, the nerve pathways just frazzle. It can't send messages effectively, and that translates into memory loss, word search issues, slower thinking, or poorer thinking. By poorer thinking, I'm talking about the limitations of the brain that is a depressed brain or an anxious brain. In both of these conditions, there is an inability to think clearly, to think rationally, or to problem-solve effectively. And even mild mood changes affect this efficiency of processing information. So the med diet has lots of healthy fats, both the fish that's included in that and the olive oil that's included in that give us those healthy omega-3 fats. For the last 40, probably 50 years now, the diet education that we have been told over and over and over again was to stop eating the fats. Eat a low-fat diet, eat a low-fat diet, eat a low-fat diet. Now, some people did, but they didn't get healthier. And some people didn't. In fact, some people ate more fat in their diets, more fried foods. And then we had the introduction of artificial fats. You know, in the 60s, margarine was supposed to be a healthy alternative to butterfat. It wasn't. It was synthetic. Our bodies had no idea how to process it. It makes us less healthy. In fact, it contributed to an increase in cardiovascular issues. Now we know why. It's those trans fats. So everything that we're told in the common, especially when research is interpreted through the general media, everything that we're told isn't necessarily right. It isn't necessarily true. And the worst part about the world of science and research translating into practical day-to-day -day stuff is generally it takes 20 years from the time that we do the research and know to the time that the general population is given that information in a consistent way. That's the bad news. The good news is that we have greater and more rapid access to that research ourselves. We can make decisions based on information if we start to read that information or listen to 
people who do read that and interpret it to you in a way that you can understand, in a way that applies to your body. So, back to the med diet. The Mediterranean diet uses olive oil, a natural and low-processed source of the healthy type of fat that our body needs. So we can protect our brain with this simple choice. Now, that doesn't mean that we should continue frying all of our food and just use the olive oil instead. That's not the goal here. It is still to reduce the overall calories from fat. So let's face it. Most of us have too much nutrition and too many calories readily available to us. The key is moderation. It is about the discipline to recognize how much fuel our body really needs and stick to those portions and overall calories that will naturally provide the highest energy and an effective weight. Discipline is another key to self-protection. Now, before you reject that statement and say to yourself, I have no self-discipline, or the variation on that is, I have no willpower, stop right there. The thoughts you have and the thoughts you repeat become beliefs. Stop for a moment and think about the result that you get from a statement like that. Is it the result you want? Is it protective of your health and your mind? So, what can you do? Well, I wonder... If you can imagine yourself as a person with self-discipline, what would that be like for you? Can't imagine it? Then you have no possibility of ever getting there. So before you give up altogether, I wonder if you can allow yourself to imagine it, even if you can't imagine it. Yes, that's what I said. Go ahead. Pretend you could imagine having discipline. And using that imagination, notice one thing that would be different for you today. Once you notice that one thing that would be different, imagine knowing how to put that one thing into action. Even if you don't know how to put it into action, simply allow yourself to pretend that you do know. And notice what your imagination does with that knowing. You see, this is an exercise in protecting yourself from your own self-defeating thoughts. I'll do more of this later on. So using your discipline, you might decide to eliminate a few extra calories on this day or to switch from a high-fat food to a higher-quality protein food. Or using your discipline, you might make a choice to include more vegetables in your diet today. Each of these choices contributes to protecting your health, the health of your brain, your heart, your blood vessels, and your muscles and bones. A little choice in your big day. So what else can we do to protect our health and our brain? Sleep. Sleep well. Sleep deeply. Sleep enough. I know all too well how easy it is to get into bad sleep habits. Just one more thing to do before bedtime. Just one more round of some computer game. Just one more email to finish. Just one more you fill in the blank. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter what it is. It is interfering with your deep, restorative, and adequate sleep. And sleep is absolutely necessary for your healthy brain and healthy body. Sleep protects your immune system so you can fight off infections. Sleep restores your natural immune response. Sleep allows the body to repair tissue, heal wounds, and replace aging cells. Sleep allows your brain to sort out all of the information you took in during the day. Sleep improves memory and cognitive function. Sleep, an adequate amount of sleep, is absolutely necessary for healthy body function. Adequate amount of sleep. The research shows us repeatedly it's seven to nine hours 
for the average human being. There are rare exceptions to that. You probably are not one of them. So if you're getting six hours of sleep and fooling yourself into saying, I feel great, check again. Do you really? Sleep, an adequate amount of sleep, absolutely necessary for your healthy body and to protect your healthy body. Now, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue to talk about other things that are well within your control to protect your healthy body and mind. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning, and thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our topic is about self-protection. And by that, I'm specifically talking about protecting your physical body, and your mind. So we, we talked about the food. We talked about the food choices. And we were talking about sleep. And sleep being an absolute necessity. Adequate amounts of sleep. Deep, healthy, restorative sleep. And I just wanted to kind of illustrate this just a little bit more. Now, I had a client once who told me that he slept only two hours a night. And that in and of itself seemed just phenomenal to me I couldn't even imagine and then I really started to evaluate him he was a mess his body was a mess he was overweight he had very little ability to enjoy his life because every time he sat still he fell asleep he he liked being with people but he didn't like to be alone so he just kept himself going all of the time and the saddest part for me at least was that he was a physician with access to the latest information about health. 
Instead, he used his knowledge to justify his schedule and deny the imbalances of his health. And why was he seeing me? Because he wanted some magic wand to lose weight by using hypnosis. But his lack of sleep prevented his body from releasing the fat because it was so stressed. His lack of sleep prevented his mind from accepting any hypnotic suggestions because he was so exhausted that he simply fell asleep every time that I attempted to guide him into hypnosis. He couldn't follow any suggestions because his brain couldn't go into that state of meditation or hypnosis. It went from awake to asleep. There was no in-between. So he couldn't allow suggestions to come in. My solution? I suggested that he find another way to achieve his goal. He wasn't a good candidate for hypnosis. You see, your body has to have sleep just as much as it has to have fuel and activity. Speaking of activity, there's another way that we can protect our health and our brain. Consistent physical activity. And most of us have to incorporate intentional exercise into our routines because we do not have physically demanding jobs. There are still some who do, and I don't need to talk to you unless you are overweight. But for everyone else, you need to move your body. Exercise protects your brain. Exercise gets the circulation going, the blood carrying oxygen and nutrients to every cell of your body. Exercise makes you breathe more deeply, taking in more oxygen. We already know that the brain will shrink as a person becomes less active and more overweight. This is reversible with normal body weight and consistent exercise. More specifically, it is the hippocampus that will shrink. The hippocampus is a small portion of the brain deep within the front part of the brain. And it's responsible for memory, inhibition, and it's a part of the limbic system. The limbic system gives us the sense of reward or satisfaction. So here's the connection. In obese people, the hippocampus shows shrinkage from poor circulation and lack of physical activity. The hippocampus helps to inhibit behaviors such as eating, alcohol and other drug use, gambling and sex. The hippocampus also receives sensory information and puts it all together into a perception of an experience. So does it make sense to you that as a person becomes increasingly obese and the hippocampus becomes smaller, the result might be less of the ability to stop eating or to perceive satisfaction from eating. Exercise reverses this. Exercise prevents obesity. Exercise improves circulation to the brain. Exercise increases the brain's ability to process incoming sensations and to retain memories from learning. Exercise increases the size of the hippocampus. Do you ever have one of those days where you can't find the map in your brain? You know what I mean, when you can't remember the most efficient way to get from where you are to where you want to go? Yep, that's also the hippocampus. If you are experiencing that on any level of regularity, you might want to increase your level of exercise. You know, there was actually a study done on cab drivers looking at the volume or the size of the hippocampus. The drivers who were the most experienced and who knew the most shortcuts around the city had a larger portion of the right side of the hippocampus, which is where that spatial awareness um, is stored. So you want to protect your brain? Exercise. Now, going back to that 
idea of satisfaction, I want to just address for just a moment the um, the whole concept of scents and aromas, because that's a much more primitive portion of our brain that responds to that, and it is a way that we can be manipulated. And I just want to, again, make you aware that that part exists, because we're about to talk about how the mind can be manipulated, but in this case, scents and aromas manipulate both the mind and the body. So in talking about that, I want you to become aware that the scents or aromas and the associations you have with those may actually influence things like appetite, satiation, and your ability to inhibit portion size or food choices. I know for me, there are two scents which have very, very strong associative cues. One is vanilla and the other is cinnamon. And it's interesting, in my um, body type, I'm really not supposed to have either of those in my diet. Now, I find that very interesting because both of those for me are very, very strong appetite triggers. If I light a vanilla candle, I'm hungry. Isn't that interesting? I I really noticed one day that a, a friend of mine was introducing me to whatever newest marketing thing she was doing. It was some company that was doing cosmetics. And she reached in her purse and she pulled out a bottle of lotion or a tube of lotion. And she put some on her hands and she grabbed my hands and she put that on my hands. And almost instantly, I thought, ooh, I want some of that. And fortunately, at the moment, I kind of cued myself and said, what is going on there? Because, I, you know, why would I, I think we were at a funeral. Why would I buy lotion at a funeral? And it, so I thought, what is it about this lotion that suddenly just was like an instant attraction? And I realized it had a very intense scent of vanilla. It was amazing how quickly that had triggered a I want it signal in my brain. Cinnamon will do the same thing for me. Pay attention to scents and aromas as influences on other things. Step back when that happens and evaluate what is it that just happened here. Because when you are paying attention, you can make a choice. Okay, so enough on the physical brain. Let's move into the mind. Far more subtle and less well understood is how we are able to protect ourselves from manipulation. We are almost always in trance. And if we are almost always in trance, we are very vulnerable to suggestions without any awareness that these suggestions are being given to us. But everywhere in your environment are hypnotic suggestions coming into your mind. You see, your brain processes information at many different levels simultaneously. And we are vulnerable in two ways. First, we are vulnerable when we are distracted. This is when single direct suggestions go right to our subconscious mind. And second, we are vulnerable when we are exposed repeatedly to the same idea, image, or message. There are three ways to get information to the subconscious mind repetition, hypnosis or meditation, 
and trauma. And in both the state of hypnosis or meditation and the state of trauma, the conscious mind is not performing its function of evaluating information and accepting or rejecting that information. In hypnosis or meditation, there is intentional relaxation of the conscious mind so as to allow suggestions into the subconscious mind. This is usually done to make changes to habits, attitudes, or beliefs that are no longer useful. But hypnosis can occur without our knowledge if we do not understand the function of the conscious and subconscious mind. When we are distracted, consciously focusing our conscious mind on some task, but we have something playing in the background, like the TV or the radio, the words that are spoken through that media go to our minds as suggestions. When you are falling asleep at night, you are automatically passing through the brainwave state of meditation or hypnosis and vulnerable to suggestion. That's why falling asleep with the TV on is a really bad idea. I don't know about you, but I don't want the conversations from the late night talk shows or the reports from the evening news going into my brain as suggestions. And those TV commercials that you think you're ignoring, if you are not intentional in rejecting the information, those images and words are going into your subconscious mind. You are being manipulated into a desire for the product being advertised. You are making subconscious associations between the emotional content of the images on the screen and the product brand. Do you think it's an accident that advertisers use feel-good images in the commercials? No, of course not. It is because a suggestion is much more powerful when linked to a powerful emotional response. That's true everywhere in our life. The emotion that we associate with something, the emotion that we associate with an experience, colors how we respond to that experience or to that place, that time, that person, or that event. Repetition is the other form of manipulation. Suggestions, ideas, concepts, or images that we are exposed to repeatedly become our own beliefs. A belief is simply a thought that has been repeated. And this can be your own self-talk or the repetition of a statement by someone else that reflects their belief. If you hear it often enough, it begins to form within your mind as your own belief. The best example of this is the sensational and fear-driven news stories that almost every news media now reports. More and more, we are beginning to believe that everywhere in the world is an unsafe place that no one can be trusted or that drastic and dangerous events lurk at every corner. I'm not saying that there aren't threats and I'm not saying that there aren't dangerous places. But what I am saying is that we are vulnerable to believing that this is everywhere because of the repetition of only negative reports. How rare is it for your local news station to report something good that happened? Does it happen? Do they even report it once a week? Usually not. Fear is a very powerful emotion, and it's very easy to generate. But in order to protect our minds from manipulation, we must develop some strategies to take charge of our own minds. So how do we do that? Well, I'll start with two very, very important tactics. First, 
pay attention. That's right. Pay attention. Stop daydreaming your way through life. Notice your surroundings. Be intentional in evaluating the messages and images around you. Be aware. The true benefit of the practice of mindfulness is that it puts you in charge of your own subconscious mind. It gives you the power to evaluate information and to accept or reject that information. Being present in the moment means that you are not in trance. You are not vulnerable. By being present in your moment, you are fully aware, fully alert. You are noticing the images, the thoughts, the ideas, and the suggestions. You are filtering the things that are inappropriate or inconsistent with your beliefs or with who you want to be. You see, I choose to be as positive as I possibly can, even on days when I don't feel like I'm really on top of the world. I choose the thoughts that I think. I choose to keep my mind looking for the gifts, the blessings, the positive, inspiring things around me. That's a choice because that's the person that I choose to be. And in order to be that, I have to consciously protect myself from the negativity, from the negative messages that come from our media, from the negative complaining of people I encounter. That's the job of your, your conscious mind, to filter, to act as a gatekeeper, to evaluate and accept or reject information. Your conscious mind only does that when you are aware, mindful. And the second tactic is to arrange your environment to support a healthy mind. If you have something playing in the background, make sure it has a positive message. If you play music, listen to talk radio, or have the TV on, make sure the messages are positive, uplifting, and inspiring. Optimistic people live longer. You can create optimism by choosing what you feed your mind. Create beauty in your environment. Beautiful images, experiences of nature, pleasing and soothing colors all play a role in protecting your mind. Surrounding yourself in your work and your home with objects that are meaningful, calming, or that give you joy Serve to protect your mind. When you intentionally choose to focus your attention on peaceful and joyful things, you are giving yourself these suggestions. You are insulating your mind from the negative suggestions that abound in the world. You are taking charge of your own thoughts and choosing a healthy mind. Your environment is what you reflect be careful about what you create around you. It's once again, your environment is also about the people that are around, are around you. And you can either reflect them or you can create yourself to be the higher vibration that they reflect. Now, we're almost ready for a break here. And I want to talk when we come back about even cranking this up a notch further 
a way that you truly can protect your mind and your body, all with one daily practice. So when we come back, we'll talk more about protecting your mind and your body. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our conversation has been about self-protection, ways that you can protect your health, the health of your physical body, and the health of your mind. Now, we talked about all those physical things like the foods that you eat and the sleep that you get. And we talked about the mental things, protecting yourself from inadvertently being in hypnosis, inadvertently allowing suggestions into your mind that you don't want. And I asked you right before the break, do you want to take this up a notch? Do you want to practice one thing that will protect both your mind and your body. Well, if you do, here it is. Meditate. That's right. Use the state of hypnosis, meditation, or guided imagery to protect your mind and your body. Deepak Chopra calls this the place between breaths. It is the intentional clearing of the mind, sinking into a state of deep quiet, and allowing the mind to rest. In hypnosis, we use suggestions, metaphor, or images to address the intent of a change that one wants to make. In meditation, we seek a profound place of quiet, of no thought. And in guided imagery, we use the powerful descriptions of images and metaphor to create changes in the thinking and emotion. All of these utilize the same brainwave state and are simply different avenues to the same end, a peaceful and healthy mind. 
Now, again, before you reject this suggestion because you can't sit still, let me suggest that there are also various forms of movement meditation that are equally as powerful. And these are very useful in many ways. Movement meditations teach mindfulness, the art of being fully present. Movement meditations are very useful for people who cannot sit still yet, who cannot find that way of quieting the mind. And movement meditations combine gentle physical activity with the focused state of meditation. Very good to train the brain, improving concentration, memory, balance, and emotional control. Movement meditation forms include Tai Chi, Qigong, and Yoga. So pick one and begin to play with it. It's so good in so many ways to protect your mind and your health. And to really protect your mind? Gratitude. Yes, the act of intentionally reflecting on the blessings in your life. Noticing the good things in your day. Recognizing the important relationships and interactions throughout your day. All of this is protective for your mind. Gratitude is like having the best insurance policy in the whole world. Gratitude automatically places you in a state of less judgment, less distress, and less negativity. You know, gratitude changes your heart rate. It changes your blood pressure. It changes your breathing rate. It changes so many things. It reduces those stress hormones flowing through your body. Obviously, you can only focus on one attitude at any one time. So if you are intentionally focusing your conscious mind on the blessings of your life, it is impossible to focus on the lack, the perceived hurts, or the negative attitudes that others around you may have. And more importantly, as you reflect on the blessings in your life, you resonate with a higher vibration. You influence the people around you with that higher vibration. Do you remember that we automatically reflect the people around us? Well, if you are intentional in vibrating with gratitude, then you are the positive influence that the people around you will mirror and reflect. You are the beacon of light in the darkness. So you now become the role model of a healthy mind. How powerful is that? So think about that for a moment. Think about the influence. See, I started out talking with you about how you protect your mind. And yet, when you protect your mind, because you are intentional in creating that vibration, that vibration of gratitude, that vibration of awareness, because you are not in trance, you are influencing the people who are in trance. Because not everyone will listen to me. Not everyone will have this information. But you have this information today. You have an influence today. So where have we come so far? We began with a discussion of the ways to protect your physical body. Nutrition, sleep, relaxation, and exercise. And in each of those, it's the little things that you do and keep doing that count. It's the consistency of your healthy practices that make a difference. It's the habits you develop, the new healthy habits that you do automatically, no matter what else is happening, no matter the schedule, the challenges, or even the excuses. The habits that you choose to protect your health are the ones that pay off in the end. The more that you practice your best choices, 
the healthier your body can be and the more that you protect your health. And then we talked about protection for your mind. Be aware. Choose the environment that you live and work in. Be selective about the thoughts, the concepts, the suggestions, and the images that you allow into your subconscious mind. Protect yourself from manipulation, intentional or inadvertent. Just protect yourself from images that you don't want in there. Create positive thoughts and healthy beliefs by choosing to use your powerful mind in a healthy way. Okay, so let's just do one more little exercise that is absolutely within your control and easy to incorporate. All I want you to do is to imagine a place in your mind that is pleasant, a place where you feel relaxed. It might be a place that you visited sometime on vacation where you felt just totally and completely relaxed. It might be a place that you'd like to visit and you imagine what it's like. It might be a place that you simply create in your own mind. But it's a place where you feel safe. You feel easy. You feel comfortable. And you feel relaxed. And I want you to put in all the details of that place. What are the colors that are there? What is the light? What are the objects around you? What do you see, hear, feel, smell? What do you notice in that place? And as you notice those things around you, and I get it, some of you are not visual, and I don't expect you to have a vision of this place. You'll have a feeling of the place. You'll have a knowing of the place. That's okay. But what I want is a place in your mind where you can go anytime that you want to or need to. Change your old habits and beliefs with hypnosis or meditation. See, you just used an exercise by creating that place in your mind. You began the process of learning to use hypnosis or meditation. And if you don't know how to do that, get a teacher. I teach people to use self-hypnosis in my practice. In fact, last night, I met with a client who wanted to quit smoking. She had, in fact, quit smoking. She'd been successful in quitting smoking with the use of hypnosis. And then, several days later, she discovered that she had no idea how to manage her response to stressful situations. So she was back in my office. I taught her a very simple self-hypnosis technique that she can use anytime she wants to or needs to, except when she's driving her car. Eh, That's a bad idea. In two weeks, I'm doing another hypnotic fat band class to help people lose weight with the tool of hypnosis. It's on the website. Check it out. If you're not in my area but you want to use this method, it's awesome, by the way. Just ask for more information. I'll help you find a solution that fits. See, hypnosis is one step. One method that works to take charge of your health. One way to create a healthy body and a healthy mind. It might be the right step for you. Ask me about it. Now, there is one more place I'd like to go, and that's the protection of your spirit, of your psyche. I want you to have a way to really keep your mind, your body, and your spirit healthy, protected, and safe. Now, we started to talk about that with gratitude. 
Because gratitude takes you outside of yourself, and that's what you have to do to protect your spirit. You have to go beyond you. And the other two things that contribute here are prayer and faith. There is, um, on Facebook, if you're on Facebook right now, look at the Facebook page that's titled Find Jerry. I've been watching this story unfold, and it's uh, someone that is known to me through uh, an acquaintance. And this is an incredible and powerful um, challenge that this family is going through right now. Their dad, Jerry, um, is a missionary. He's missing, and they have been searching for him. But the point of my bringing this up and the point of my wanting you to connect is about the prayer. If you do not know prayer, reading some of the things on there is an incredible example of prayer. And prayer does not mean that you have a particular religion. Prayer is about connecting yourself to that which is beyond you. Prayer is a way of all of us coming together. And there are incredible studies on prayer. They've been out for a long time. That prayer has influence on people even without their knowing that they are being prayed for. It's not about the placebo effect. It is about something beyond us. And it is a way for us to protect our spirits. Because in connecting to other people, through prayer, through so, some sense of something beyond us, and I don't care what name you put on that, whether it's spirit or God or higher power, however you want to call it, even if it is simply the connection of all creation, when you reach out with that intent of prayer, you are protecting yourself. And taking yourself to, once again, a higher level of vibration. Faith goes hand in hand with prayer. Because faith is the belief in that which is unseen. Faith is the belief in that which is beyond us. And faith is protective of our spirit, of our psyche. Do you see, we are capable of so much more that we, as of yet, do not understand, cannot explain, and cannot demonstrate in the knowledge that we have. So we simply have to trust that there is more beyond what we know at this time, that there is more power within our minds and beyond us that we have yet to explain how to access even as we are able to access it. So, in this day, this morning, we have talked about many, many things. And I am grateful for you in listening to me. Because I know that today, you will take something, something that you've heard, something that you have put in place in your mind, and you will use it in a way to benefit someone around you. And I trust that that will happen today. Because I know that you listening here today, want something more in your life. So you do this today. You take this information. 
You go out there today and you make it a great day because you do deserve it. Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation.